It's funny how life takes all kinds of crazy turns. One moment you're walking down the street with only 73 cares in the world, and the next, all that goes out the window because you're being chased by an angry potato gremlin spouting obscenities and you're wishing you could drag it through Madeline's office just to see what the auto-sensor does with it. I had a point there. Anyway, Threadripper and I had just finished dealing with that potato gremlin and started working on a new case. It was basically just a check-in that Mads didn't want to do for herself. I'm pretty sure she likes to keep tabs on all the major players in the city, and GD hadn't been seen for a few days, so it was up to us to track him down. The case itself isn't particularly exciting, so I won't go into those details. Halfway through, though, my best friend started acting downright weird. That's what I'm going to tell you about tonight. And it all started while she and Zero Day were hacking some cameras. You ready to check that footage? Almost, almost. Hey, Thread! You know, since we're here and all... And I'm working... Might not be the best time, Romeo. Says you. Actually, I gotta agree this time. Matt says she's gonna give us a bonus if we finish the job fast and without collateral damage. Fine, but I'm totally asking you out later. <laughs> okay, I'll turn you down later, too. <laughs> Burn. Shut up, Wobbles. Okay, connecting. Shouldn't have too much to look through. When did they say GD was here? Let's see, Friday, early afternoon. And you didn't actually need me to tell you that, did you? <laughs> Not really, just making sure you're paying attention, partner. <laughs> Burn! Shut up, Trog. No, no. You. Oh, I didn't mean to see that. Oh, oh, there he is. Got him. Zero. Who's that with him? Hmm. You know, I think I seen her before, but I'm not sure. What are you seeing? This woman shows up in the video right after GT comes in. Looks human. She says something to him, and he just turns right back around and follows her out. I'll show you later. Zero's downloading the clip now. Huh. That's odd. Didn't know the guy knew any normie women. Hey, it's Red. You okay? You're still linked up. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, totally okay. Just... I'm distracted by the, uh, uh, the name of one of the folders in the, the database. Huh? Did I miss something funny? No, not really. It was just kind of dumb. Uh, there, disconnected. Sorry to worry you. <laughs> uh-huh. You, uh, you sure you're feeling all right? Yeah, right, it's ray tracing. I'm just gonna assume that's a yes. Not a believable one, but I'll take it for now. Alright, there. Fed that file's in your inbox. Time to interrogate people, right? Question, Zero. Alright, ask away. Uh, that joke stopped being funny last century. <laughs> <sighs> As we head out to start asking around, Zero gets a call. Something about a giant octopus in a toilet 
and he zips off in a right hurry. At this point, I'm starting to wonder if my sense of self-preservation still outweighs my morbid curiosity, but it's too late to try to ask. The moment he's out of sight, Threadripper gets this guilty look crawling down her face. Alright, Ripper. What's wrong? Like, really wrong. You know I'm terrible at reading you pixies' faces, and even I can tell you're feeling off. Me? Off? <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. Oh, hey, look, Robert Jax is right over there. We should totally go in and ask around. Right now. Yeah, we can do that as soon as I... And she's already off. <sighs> I'm so not running to catch up. Why is there a green skittle on top of your drink? Because that's how it's made. It's not right if it doesn't have the green skittle. Are you sure about that? Do you want your gross drink, or should I go tell Decaf to take it back? Forget I mentioned it, partner. Thanks for grabbing this for me. Is <sighs> any luck, please? Let's talk to someone who deals with normies on a regular basis. Either the woman is human who doesn't know what she's dealing with, or she's a supernatural who's really good at blending in. I got a still from the footage with a nice, clear shot of her face. Let me see. Well, if I didn't know any better, I'd say she's been talking to Mads' new tailor. Black hair and a tight bun, black suit, wouldn't want to be within five miles of nonsense. Why would a woman like her be talking to GD? I know, right? Yeah, come on. Let's go chat with that table over there. Why them? They look like they're trying to get rid of a hangover, and it's early afternoon. Either they'll sing to get us to go away. Wait, when did we start looking for singers? I genuinely can't tell if you're trolling me or not right now. Anyway... They'll either cooperate fast, or they'll take a fiver for the information. Any luck, and I can give them their own cash for it. Come on. Don't actually keep their wallets this time. And risk Aris asking me where it came from. Not a chance. Hello, mates. Lovely day, innit? Excuse me, this is our table. Who are you? That's Valentine. He's the street magician guy. Oh. Oh, great. Look at that river. Oh, I'm famous. More like infamous. Even better. Right, mates. Guess I don't have to waste time introducing myself so I can get straight to the point. I'm looking for someone, and I'm hoping one of you three know her. Thread. Picture. Oh, great! Her! She was seen talking to someone at the Burns Hanley building on Friday. Oh, yikes. I hope I never meet her. She's got some serious workaholic boss lady vibes. <sighs> it's too early for this. You know her? Yeah, I know her. Well, who is she? Yeah, Jordan. Who is she? New S.O. No, Hank. Not my type. Go on, Jordan. The quicker I find out what I need to know, the quicker my friend and I get out of your hair. 
Yeah, because hair can get really loud during a hangover, especially when there are people all up in your business. Is it loud now? We can be gone really fast, I promise. Jordan doesn't want to admit they think she's hot. No, Ugh, her name's Nancy, okay? She works for the CRA, she's a total stick in the mud, and I'm pretty sure she's a normie. Taxes? Valentine? Why would a tax person be talking to GD? And a human one at that? No clue, but we need to find out. Mates, it was a pleasure talking to you all. Information is appreciated. Oh! Looks like one of you dropped your wallet when you sat down. Here. You all enjoy your day. Wow, that was lucky. Yeah, weirdly lucky. Well, anyway. Huh. This place is... Uh, stuffy? Boring? Outdated? I was actually going to say it was less sterile than I was expecting, but those are accurate too. Good evening, miss. My name is Finn Valentine. I'm a private investigator working on a case. Here's my card. Where did you get the money to get cards printed? Don't ask questions. I'm looking for a woman named Nancy. She work here. Finn Valentine. Do you have an appointment? Nah. Just looking for a minute or two to ask her a couple of questions. Right. Hmm. Well, it looks like she has an opening right now. Let me... That won't be necessary. Thank you, Lacey. Holy open source! Red? If you two will come with me, please, we can talk in my office. Hold on. Not now, Valentine! We should really follow her to her office. Please, have a seat. Miss Threadripper, you're welcome to drop your glamour for now, if you like. How did you- She's a goddess! What? Your friend is right. A very long time ago, I went by Anonke, Greek goddess of inevitability, compulsion, and necessity. Like... death and taxes. Like death and taxes, yes. Thus, these days I work here. Threadripper no doubt sensed my power when I got close enough. I apologize for startling you. Yeah, um, thank you? So, does this mean you turn GD over to whoever runs the afterlife these days? Of course not. I'm not a goddess of death. Yes, it's inevitable that he'll eventually be taken to an afterlife, but not by me. I had to track him down to remind him to pay his taxes on the drachmas he's earned. If he fails to make payments, I'll have to report him to the proper authorities, and they'll have to revoke his living world privileges. Taking the un out of undead. Not gonna lie, that sounds like it would suck. So, any chance you can give me a bit more on the guy? Since he and I are totally friends. That's outside of my portfolio. And would also be a breach of confidentiality, not to mention privacy. So no, I won't. However, I will advise you to quickly prepare for a very angry pixie after you get home. 
what's coming has always been inevitable. Great. Zero's gonna trash my place, isn't he? Again. Come on, Ripper. Let's get home so I can hide some things. Ripper? Huh? Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I, I'm coming. Valentine? Red Ripper? There is one more thing that you should know. What's that? What's going to happen in the coming months? It was always going to happen sooner or later. It's not your fault. Either of yours. What's that supposed to mean? You'll understand eventually. If you wouldn't mind seeing yourselves out, I have an appointment arriving very soon. Are you sure you're the goddess of inevitability and not the goddess of talking in cryptic circles? Goodbye, Valentine. Whatever. Yeah, thanks. That was weird. Like, even for us, that was weird. Thread, you sure you're feeling alright? You were kind of out of it in there. And then earlier, I'm more than a bit worried, mate. Hey, I think I did something I shouldn't have. You? What did you do that could be so horrible that you would spice out over it? Kind of poked at Zero's database. That's not gross. His memories. I might have read something in that journal Queen Madeline loaned us a while back that had me thinking he was keeping a secret. And then she mentioned the idea of pulling someone's memories out of their head. And... You looked at one of his memories and it spooked you? No, but I still went looking for it and I poked at one just to see if I could. Valentine, he trusts me. He lets down his firewall so we can work together and I took advantage of it. Oi, oi, it's alright, love. Everyone's got their secrets. You didn't go looking at what it was, did you? You backed off, right? When we get back, we can figure out what to do with this, yeah? Yeah, I guess. I just... Ever since that, I've had this weird feeling that I've forgotten something, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. You got all your data and logged out of whatever it is you need to log out of, right? Of course I did. I mean, something from a long time ago. Something important. We can figure that out, too. Okay, thanks. Anything for you, mate. Can I drive? Not a chance. Hmm. We get back to the office and I call Mads. Reporting on the case actually goes pretty smooth. I maybe neglect to mention Nancy, but... That's information I'm keeping in my back pocket for now. Might come in handy later. As soon as I'm off the phone, I start hiding some of the things I don't want Zero trying to break. Fred Ripper helps, but she keeps stopping and staring into space. Honestly, it's a little worrying. Fred Ripper, you still doing alright? It's a lie. 
Right. What? What? What's a lie? What? Uh, talk. Talk to me, love. Everything. Everything. It was all encrypted, and I couldn't. He never. And... Threadripper, slow down a tick, yeah. Slow down? I can't even spit out the words. It's like, like, like everything is behind some kind of firewall. A big, stupid firewall of deception, and I don't even know what. Can't spit out the. Oh. Like you can't tell a soul as much as you want to. What is that even supposed to mean? And zero teeth and. Thread, listen to me, yeah? Just. Sit down here, alright? You're. You're my best friend. And am I though? After everything that's happened, cigarettes, Prospero, the whole thief thing, the Wolf Hunters—still an awful and cliche name, by the way—the cheese incident, and now this. Valentine, you don't get it. I hardly even know who I am anymore. You're Threadripper. That's who you are right now, and that's all that matters. What does that even mean? You're my best mate. Bar none. Who is it that makes sure there's a glass of water next to my head when I'm knocked? You. Who is it that I turn to when the nightmares get too real? You. And you never ask. I know you know. But not once have you pried. You have seen my soul laid bare, seen the paper clips and chewing gum that hold it together, and you chose, you chose to stay by my side. Valentine, you're not listening to me. No, love, I hear exactly what you're saying. You didn't choose me because of some firewall of virus or EXE program or whatever techno gibberish would fit in here. You did that because you're the kind of pixie that loves with her whole heart. The kind of pixie that sees beauty in the broken things. And sees the potential in everyone. Even when I... Even when we can't see it in ourselves. Probably especially then. You keep me sane, Thread. You keep me sane in a world full of things that go bump in the night because you prove to me every day no matter how many nightmares I have to face while I'm awake there's enough good in you to balance it out and even if you were the last good thing in this world that'd be enough that's who you are Threadripper so you've always been when you put it that way I guess and you know I hate to defend Zero for anything, ever. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I'm pretty sure it's not all his fault. And I'm pretty sure he would have told you everything in a heartbeat if he could. The two of you... You're good for each other in the weirdest of ways. Yeah, I know. Doesn't make it hurt any less, though, does it? 
Not really. Valentine? I know who he is. What do you mean? Like, I know who he really is. And I can never tell him I know. Don't say never, mate. It's just going to take timing, yeah? I'll tell you what. Why don't we go pick up the check from Mads and have ourselves a treat? Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. You tell me who he is, though, right? <laughs> Not on your cell phone's life. Eh. The drugs do to destroy this one soon, anyway. Let's go, partner. I heard there's an Italian joint nearby with really good endless breadsticks. No! You have been listening to The Graveyard Tapes, Day Zero, Part 1 of 2. Written by Angela Dumalog. Edited by Aidan Morgan, Dustin Gray, and Nikki Ewart. Audio engineering by Robin and Psychonadia, produced by Brianna Jean. With the voices of Chase Hunter as Valentine, Rick the Whitebird as Threadripper, Angela Dumalog as Zero Day, and Nancy. Robin Straw as Hank, Taylor Humanay as Benny, Aurora Fernandez as Jordan, and Brianna Jean as Lacey.